Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. It is Greeny, but no Greeny. Peter Burns and Katie George. This show always presented by Progressive Insurance and all guests going to join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Katie, you're privy to higher level emails and text messages than I ever am. We did okay in the first hour. Did we? Are we? Did we get called into HR's office? Am I going to have to fill out any paperwork or report here? I don't know if it's just my my Wi-Fi at home, but I think I think we're okay. I don't know if it's spotty or not, but so far so good. Um, I guess so far so good for every for the majority of fan bases, right? I mean, especially if you're a college football team and your team's headed to the college football playoff. So far, that looks good. Uh, If you're a Kansas City fan, you're excited because now all of a sudden, not only does Mahomes look like needs back to normal as eight wins in a row, but the defense has is looked incredible. Um, I mean, it was like watching you know, old yeller in Big Ben Roethlisberger and how bad they made the Steelers look in a must-win game. If you're a Buffalo Bills fan, you got to be extremely happy. Going into Foxborough, the way that Josh Allen responded to the Patriots, cutting that lead uh, in the fourth quarter, going 13 plays, 75-yard drive. you got to be happy if you're a Cowboys fan waking up this morning of what they were doing to the Washington football team, including getting fellow Washington football players fighting each other on the sideline. That's a win inside of a win. If you're a Cincinnati fan, you got to be happy that you got Joe Burrow. Actually, the only only fan base that probably is not happy this morning because even the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets got a win. It's probably the Giants at this point. Not only do they continue to look just atrocious, but they find out that if you're a Giants fan, that you're A, keeping... Joe Judge and Daniel Jones coming up next year. So, Katie, is that you all see... that surprising though? Like, <sighs> should Giants fans be surprised by that? I mean, don't you want some kind of stability? Joe Judge is the third coach in six years, and I know it hasn't yes. been wonderful times for him in his second season here. That's a very kind way of putting it. That's I like know. The, I'm, that's a, I'm trying to be a, more a positive. Christmas here. gift for the New Yorkers listening to us right now. But but we talk about this. Often in terms of college, you have to give coaches and their staffs time to reset and bring in guys that they want to fit their system so that they can eventually succeed. It doesn't happen overnight just by hiring a new head coach. Okay, I agree with that. However, that's assuming that everybody is on the same page. Do you believe Mara and, and the Giants organization are all on the same page? I don't, I don't know. In fact, I, I, as a kid born and raised in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, that covers college football for a living, okay? I don't know that. Like, Chris, producer, I'm going to bring you in. We're breaking down the fourth wall here on Greeny. Like, you, you are a New York guy. Like, you know about this issue, like New Yorker to New Yorker, like how, how? What is this issue going on with the Giants right now? Well, I mean, the issue is is that the Jets and Giants continue to make the same mistake over and over and over again. Which is they're going to get rid of Dave Gettleman at the end of the season. I think that's that. There's no way you keep him around. So they're going to keep Joe Judge and Daniel Jones, but hire a new GM. Why can't you just clean house and marry the two at the same time? The Jets refuse to do it. Right. The Giants refuse to do it. You're never marrying your general manager and coach together. You're always getting a divorce and somebody's setting you up with your next wife or husband. 
Right. The husband still lives in the house, but the new guy that they're dating has moved in, and it's awkward. The furniture doesn't match everything. Because that's what it is, Katie. It's an arranged marriage after you get a divorce. So here's the thing. So here's a question. When you okay, Gettleman's gone. If we assume that actually happens in the off season, and they start interviewing people for the job, do you think that guy or men in the position interviewing for it immediately say like because they want the job so badly and, and what that entails that they say yeah, yeah yeah I'm on board with Joe Judge and I'm on board with Daniel Jones? Do you think they make that pitch and that sell when maybe they actually aren't? Because it doesn't seem like New York's going to hire a GM who's not on board with their wishes, which is to move forward with Joe Judge and Daniel Jones. Here's and I, I get what you're saying is that you know what do you what are you saying? Like if I wanted a job, job, if I wanted a job yeah. at ESPN, mm-hmm. and they said, Katie, we really like this guy Peter Burns. We think he's really talented, and he's the next big thing. Would you mind working with him for a couple years? And really, deep down, I hate you because yeah, well, of past. Clear. Mm-hmm. experiences. If I wanted the job that badly, I'd say, oh my gosh, I would love the opportunity to work with Peter, Peter Burns. I and would then love you the would opportunity. me the next year. Right. That's, well, I wouldn't exactly. enjoy working with you. And then I would sneak behind your back and try to get you fired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that could be a possibility of somebody who really covets the GM job with the giants saying, yeah, I'm on board with Joe judge and the future of Daniel Jones. When in hindsight, they really won't be, or they'll see enough from the two of them in their years working with them that they, they feel the need to move on. You know I don't – I, for one, and I hear what you're saying. Thank you, Katie, for, for at least admitting straight to my face this morning mm-hmm. that – Respectfully. You would just, yeah, respectfully. Respectfully, you would put the knife in my back. But at least no you fits. would look – Yeah, you would, you would tell me that you're about to do it. I don't hate this move for this reason, okay? If you bring in a GM and get them out for the Giants, then you're saying, you know what? You got one year to figure out what you have, Okay. Do you have what you like in Joe Judge? Do you have what you like in Daniel Jones? You got a year. You got a year where I, boots on the ground. It's your red shirt GM year. What do you want to do? Okay? And then after that, pretty much knowing what you're going to know, that Joe Judge reassess. won't be the guy, that Daniel Jones won't be the guy, you can reassess. Because guess what happened over there in Carolina? Matt Rule came in and said, you know what? Man, we got all these new faces, new owner. You know what? I need a new quarterback immediately. Hey, go get Sam Darnold. Give me, give me, Dar- I can turn Darnold into a quarterback. Okay. Oh, but, but let's go ahead and pay him $25 million. Okay. Let's saddle ourselves with a quarterback that I don't really know if I want or if I need or if he's going to be any good. And guess what? They're already trying to run Matt Rule out simply because he jumped to that conclusion that, hey, Sam Darnold was going to be the guy. When Jets fans right now listening, Greeny would tell you, I don't think that was going to be the case. Hey, and I'm so, sorry. It's working 1,000%. I'm sorry you can't see it. Uh, how? I, I mean, like, to me, I look at this, and if, if I'm the Giants, I go out there, and I'm going to make my hire at a GM, and I say, you got a year. In a year, we're going to move forward. because if And it's a no-lose situation for Giants in their organization. Because guess what? If they win and Daniel Jones is good, and all of a sudden, Joe Judge is good? That's great. Everybody's winning. We're all happy. We got a new GM. Everybody's war- going in the same direction. If it doesn't and it fails miserably, well, guess what? Your GM just got extra draft capital. Your, your GM got more opportunities, more chips at the poker table to earn his living as an actual GM. And that's something that, listen, I mean, listen to the, the, the that's something that the, the Patriots have done a fantastic job. 
I don't know if Bill Belichick was that great of an XO coach, more so of how well he worked his front office and that organization about putting the Jimmies and Joes and working free agency and not overpaying guys, using running backs as if they are just post-it notes and saying, can you run the ball? Great. We'll sign you for next to nothing. And guess what? That worked because they were able to put their money in different places. Um, and again, that's that's part of the issue that I have with the, with those teams right now. I will say this, though. Were you concerned, Katie, with the way Joe Judge, Giants head, head coach, was asked about his job status and how he answered it? Take a quick listen to what he had uh, to say about it. Just in regards to any kind of reports like that ever, I'm never going to comment on hypotheticals on jobs, mine or anybody else's. So that's just a blanket statement you're going to always hear from me, no matter what it is on who. So... Well, have you been told by your- I'm never going to comment on anything hypothetically about jobs, mine, or anybody else's. I appreciate the question. I understand what you guys are asking. It doesn't matter if you're asking about me, Pat Graham, Jerry Shaplinsky, Jerome Henderson. I'm just telling you, like, I'm never going to comment on that in a press conference, guys. I appreciate what you have to ask. Completely understand it. Just understand the way I'm going to answer the question. Respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that he appreciates the question. But it's not a hypothetical anymore at this point. Adam Schefter has reported it. And what we know when Shefty reports something or writes an article about it, he's been told that it's a definitive happening. You are planning to be brought back with this team. Daniel Jones is being planned to be brought back as well. So it's not a hypothetical. And this is exactly what we had in terms of the conversation with AB earlier on in the show. Every time you step in front of the microphone, it's an opportunity It's an opportunity to tell your story. It's an opportunity to get your message out. And again, I think Joe Judge missed an opportunity there when asked about being brought back by the New York Giants. Knock that thing out of the park and say, you know what? I believe in this team. I believe in what we're doing here. We just need a little bit of time. Daniel Jones is the future. Knock that message out of the park. And unfortunately, he missed an opportunity there by not not referencing it and skirting the question. People crave transparency. And if Joe Judge was able to do that, you buy yourself a little bit of time. He failed that experiment, and he'll be out of a job sooner than later. Listen to the Man of the Arena podcast, 10-part series exploring how sports impacts our everyday lives through the lens of Tom Brady's career, brought to you by State Farm, available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, kind of chaos because Tampa Bay – had all those injuries, they end up getting by with a big win. Antonio Brown was a big moment. But did he handle the postgame the right way? Jenna Lane uh, will join us next. Uh, you're listening to Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Katie, what do you got for us? Well, Wendy's, Pete, knows a better breakfast starts with a better biscuit, and this is going to make me very hungry. Get a light and flaky Wendy's breakfast biscuit with bacon or sausage, egg and cheese. These hot and buttery treasures come stacked with oven-baked applewood smoked bacon or savory breakfast sausage with fresh crack egg and cheese. So don't risk your biscuit someplace else. Get your nearest get your nearest Wendy's drive-thru during breakfast hours and get your Wendy's breakfast biscuits with sausage or bacon, egg and cheese, a limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. Respectfully. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful 
for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greenie today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greenie, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. You know, obviously very disappointed in the um, final score today. A credit to Tampa. Obviously, they're the defending champs for a reason. Uh, NFC South champs for a reason. I thought our guys played hard. I told our team, you know, uh, it's just it's kind of where we are. The Tampa Bay Buzzsaws. Despite how, uh, how banged up they were, no Mike Evans, no Godwin, no Fournette, no problem. Antonio Brown was fantastic in that game. 15 targets, uh, 10 catches, and a partridge in a pear tree. This is Greeny with Peter Burns and Katie George, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. And so... We saw post-game, we were waiting to hear Antonio Brown. I don't think we've talked to or heard from Antonio Brown since he got back after his suspension and, of course, his injury. And uh, Jenna Lane had asked him the question of Antonio Brown or attempted to ask a good question about, you know, getting back and Bruce Arians having his back. Take a listen to what A.B. had to say post-game. Coach Arians had told you when you came to this team, you know, you screw up one time and, and you're done. And some people would deem what happened as a screw up, but Coach Arian stood by your side and, and he brought you back. Just what did it mean for you after being here for a year to have a coach Next question. standing in your corner? Next question. We just want to talk about this game. We don't, we don't want to waste no time with you guys right in bogus. Res- respectfully, respectfully, yeah. Antonio, we haven't talked to you yet. We haven't yeah, talked to you yet. I don't want to talk time. about that. You, got, you guys is all drama. It's all about football. We don't talk about Carolina. I don't want to talk to you guys. So joining us on the Goodyear Hotline, the female voice that you heard there, the great Jenna Lane, our ESPN Bucks reporter. Jenna, take me through that process of talking finally to Antonio Brown and trying to get that question out. Yeah, Peter, we hadn't talked to Antonio Brown since October 14th, which is when he last played. That was week six in their win over the Philadelphia Eagles because he suffered an ankle injury. So between the ankle injury, injured players don't typically talk to the media. So between that and then his three-game suspension, it had been a really long time since we had a chance to talk to him. And to be perfectly honest, several of us in the Bucks media court, we were convinced we may never get to talk to Antonio Brown because it's not like open locker room like it was previously. We are kind of at the team's mercy as to who they give us. And we had actually requested Brown three times last week. We requested him. So I understand that he wanted to put the past behind him. And he had certainly answered to the NFL. He had answered to his team uh, by serving his suspension. But he hadn't answered to the general public or the media yet. And so that was kind of the last thing he still needed to do. If he wanted to leave that behind him, he could have done that by talking this past week. We put in requests. Uh, We were told he was not available. He was not able to talk to us. So the question needed to be asked when it was asked, and I'm pretty certain that if I didn't ask it, one of the guys right after me would have. So I think he probably took issue with the word screw up, 
going back and listening to it. Um, but I think it was also important to mention that because it gave uh, an understanding of why I was asking the question that I was asking, because Arians made it very clear to him. And he also said this publicly, you screw up one time and you're done. And a lot of people thought that was a screw up. He had an opportunity to talk about the coach that stood in his corner and got a lot of criticism for doing so, but he chose not to. And that was, that was his right. He's, he has the right to answer the question however he wants to answer it. Well, Jenna, my problem was he didn't let you finish the question. And while he might have taken issue with the framing and your use of screw-up, had he listened to the final portion of your question, he easily could have taken that opportunity to commend Bruce Arians for standing in his corner and standing by his side. And he unfortunately didn't listen to the end portion of your question and wasn't able to do so. I often think that every time you step behind a microphone, it's an opportunity to get your narrative out there. And this was one of those situations where Antonio Brown missed. So I commend you for asking the question. It was something that as fans, we wanted to hear about. Uh, Unfortunately, he dismissed it and you guys moved on. But he did perform at a really high level with two receivers in Godwin and Evans being sidelined with injuries. What did his performance mean to this group moving forward as we near the playoffs? Well, that was that was great perspective, Katie. And, and one thing I would add to that, too, is that every time I've asked him questions, I've prefaced it this year with the fact that he is doing work on himself because from one of the things I've observed is that he is often quick to act and, and he can sometimes have emotional responses to things. So it was important to me early on in covering him to let him know that it's okay. You know, you can you, you don't have to be necessarily in defense mode with us. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he had always been pleasant prior to that interaction. He had always given me actually great responses, um, even at times when I had to ask him questions about the past. So I, I just think he had an emotional reaction to something. Um, again, that's within his right to do so. He did have a terrific game. He had 10 catches, which is just insane. 10 catches for 101 receiving yards for a guy that had not played since week six um, and hadn't practiced with his team in, in three weeks because of that suspension. So, uh, which I can't tell you how valuable that was for them when they were without their top two receivers and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Yeah, and, and gives them an opportunity now with Keyshawn Vaughn, who I saw play at Vanderbilt, uh, answer the bell when Leonard Fournette was down, one of the reasons why um, they are still the force to be reckoned with there, especially in the NFC South. Jenna, hey, I appreciate it. We wanted to get you on real quick to talk about that and, and great clearing that up. We appreciate the time, all right? Thanks, Jenna. Thanks so much. There it is. Jenna Lane joining us on the Goodyear Hotline. She's right. If she doesn't ask, ask the question, someone eventually is going to ask that question, Antonio Brown. And, again, he was going to be a petulant child in his answer some way, somehow. To someone, it was just Jenna Lane who did it. Uh, the free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you troubleshoot likely cause for your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. This man was on uh, in the zone earlier today. Dan Orlowski gives us a breakdown. Quarterbacks play in in, uh, in week 16. She's Katie George. I'm Peter Burns. You're listening to Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. 
Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. It is Greeny with Peter Burns and my brown-eyed girl. I think you have brown eyes. you have brown eyes, Katie George? Hazel. Hazel, close enough. Is it? Well, is hazel and brown close? I don't know. I can't really not see Not if you eyes. have hazel eyes instead okay, of brown. Great. Uh, well, awkward part of the conversation. Yep. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Greeny is always presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at Katie underscore George 05 and her hazel eyes. Myself at Peter Burns ESPN. Or you can uh, tune in to this man in 974 different interviews that he's on every single day. Joining us on the Goodyear Hotline, Dan Orlowski, who a lot of people don't know, and I don't know if you know about this, Katie, that owes his job over at ESPN and how he crushes it to me. To is you? That, yes, to, to oh, me, boy, here we Burns. Go. Uh, Dan, is that they, true? Dan, remember this. The, 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 first, the first show I ever had on ESPN Sunday morning, they're like, who do you want to book? Who do you want to <clears> have? And I was like, Dan Orlowski. I want him to come on, on my little Sunday morning show. And they're like, Dan Orlowski, the, the Detroit Lions quarterback? I was like, listen, I want Dan on the show. You crushed it, and here you are leaving us all in the dust. You're, oh, you're welcome, so Dan. Thanks to you're, you. You're welcome. So, one, I'm not going to say that anyone's being left in the dust because you work for the SEC, and they're like the, the king of the mountaintop. So <laughs> you, could, um, you, you could be like you know, a, a paper server there and still higher up than I am. And Katie's like, you know – the queen of ABC Saturday Night Football, so that that's obviously um, I'm below the totem pole on that. Um, I do owe everything in my career to you. Um, yeah. I'm actually hoping to renegotiate my contract sometime and yeah. put an addendum in that they direct deposit the money to you and nothing to me. I mean, you'll get your you'll get your cut. That's all I'm saying. I just want a golf trip. Can you take me to like a golf course that I'm not capable of getting myself on? But since I know you, you can. Um, yeah, we'll do like stream song. We'll go do Cabot links. Maybe we'll go do a little sand Valley up in Wisconsin. Yeah, That's one of my favorite yeah, spots. Yeah, there, we go. there we go. Um, hey, there we so go. You love it. And I, I love watching you and you were on, on get up earlier today. And the amount of passion you have for the sport is incredible. And what's that one, what was that one performance that you saw in an incredible week in the NFL in this drama that really made you kind of stand up going, Holy hell, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, I would probably say Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills going into New England and playing the way that they played. You know, I I think that, one, I felt Buffalo played with an urgency or a mindset that there is no tomorrow. Like, we got to win or go home. That's what it felt like, just the way they approached the game and how aggressive they were. I think when Josh Allen plays that way, then Kansas City, that's the team that Buffalo is capable of in regards to beating Kansas City. When Josh Allen plays to that style of, I'm going to play patient, and then I'm going to be the playmaker when it's needed the most. You know, watching him play, it felt like I was watching Tom Brady 
play quarterback for the Patriots where patient, 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 game-winning drive. And it was kind of funny how he, watching him do that against um, New England. He, he was the best player in football today. And when he had that capability and to that level, man, he, they are a tough team to beat. Dan, I felt like there was a similar urgency when watching the Cowboys yesterday, and they had clinched the NFC East even before stepping on the field against Washington. What do you feel like was the biggest difference you saw in Dak Prescott last night from a few weeks prior? Yeah, the tempo of their offense. You know, um, you know when their offense plays kind of at the line of scrimmage in their no-huddle style, and they're dictating to the defense what they want to do, um, that's when they're a very difficult offense. When they're running the football in two different ways, both in their gap and their zone scheme, when they're getting to call a ton of plays as well. You know, when you are playing in tempo, you've got to get first downs to allow you to stay on the field, but also you allow your play caller to call plays. I thought Dak was really good in structure and really good out of structure. And we just haven't seen that combination uh, out of that offense in two months. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, yes, I want to I want to heap praise on the Cowboys' performance and deservedly so because I'm critical of them when they don't play well. Washington was awful. Like, mm-hmm. Washington was mm-hmm. awful. I thought they're uh, on both sides. The first play call of the game, you went all week getting ready for the Cowboys and you thought the, you should start the game with taking a five-step drop from under center go route to Trayvon Diggs? That makes that's what their coaching staff designed. And then defensively, they, they were down so many guys. And granted, Dallas gutted them, as they should. Um, but I just, I mean, that's going to be their easiest challenge, Dallas defensively, or excuse me, Dallas's offense. That'll be the easiest challenge they see for the rest of their time this season. Just quickly, Dan, what did you make of the altercation between Allen and Payne on the sidelines there? That's how the sausage is made, anybody. I mean, you guys know, anyone who's played competitive sports, it happens. Um, it's why I chose to play quarterback, because I don't mess with big people like that. Uh, you're tall, lanky, Dan. Last fight you got in was when? Uh, the last physical fight I got into was my senior year of college. Me and the boys went up to a place called Assumption College in Massachusetts. Um, we had a, probably a couple too many daddy sodas. And um, one of my best friends, this kid named Justin Wolf, six foot five, two hundred and seventy pounds tight end, probably said something you shouldn't have, and it became a, a relatively solid fight. Um, I don't want to say that I was, uh, you know, right in the middle of it, um, but oh. I was certainly a part of it. Right, were you like Don Flamenco and throwing like the big undercuts, or more kind of like a little <laughs> Mac? Like which one of the Mike Tyson punch out guys were you were uh, up there question. in the yeah. college? I was the guy that was sitting there having a conversation and just starting to feel the, the temperature of the room, watched my buddy take a, another person from, you know, like one of those split staircases, the top level of the staircase, and push him through the railing from the Ooh. top level to the bottom level out the front step. And that's when I said, here we go, boys. Um, so I was more the person – avoiding uh, and making sure that I wasn't going to get sawed in half um, and trying to get my guys. Cause I, I was, you know, like I'm, I'm trying to make sure that we don't get arrested. So trying to make sure like we're, we're handling our business while also um, yeah. not going to get ourselves into too much trouble. Could, could, strategy Robert, could, at that yeah, point. Strategy. I like, could you take Greeny? Like if you and Greeny got into an altercation and let's say, Peter, you know, don't ruin a friendship on national radio, dude. Listen, don't, I, I mean, that's what he does. That's what he does. You would take Greeny. Basically, by saying don't ruin the friendship. out of Greeny. Okay. I just, no, I'm uh, talking my friendship with you. Like, don't oh. ask me, can I take Greeny? 
I just, I, listen, I don't know. He might be a crafty vet. I don't, you might have some type of NFL-related injury that we don't necessarily know about. So he knows, boom, like just kick to the Achilles and you go down. And he knows what your weak point is. Like in Mike Tyson Punch-Out, every single one of the characters, like King Hippo, when he, when he opened his mouth, you know, he would drop the pants. You would be able to hit him like – you might have that one little moment that Greeny might know. Like, Greeny's really – like, he does his research, Orlowski. He does his research when it comes to, like, journalistic aspects of his job, not how to take out, you know, a person via a UFC or MMA type of move. Greeny, if Greeny and I ever thought Greeny would not last longer than 15 seconds. All right, that's fair to say. Just when like when the Greeny yeah. called out, they said, yeah, we'll, we'll allow Peter Burns to host the show, but – my gosh, you got to put someone with him that keeps him on track. That Thank is me, you. Dan. You, what do you expect from the Dolphins Saints tonight? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, first of all, I think Miami wins the game. Uh, their defense has been playing really good, really sound football. Not as, I guess, daring with their zero blitz, although it's, it's a really good blitz, but not as daring. Um, so, you know, New Orleans, because of the guys that they're out, it's going to be a big challenge. Now, Ian Book will, I think, has the opportunity to play better than people anticipate. I think he'd probably remind Sean Payne a little bit of a probably somewhat less creative Tony Romo, but that type of skill set. Um, but they're just so beat up with their COVID in, in issues. I think Miami, if Tua takes less than three sacks, they win because he's doing such a good job of getting the ball out. He's going to have to do that against good defense. I think Mike Gesicki. And the more contested catches he makes down the middle of the field, the better chance they have to win. Orlowski, love you. I'll get you uh, in one of those tea times here fairly soon and when it's warm enough to play uh, and you're not out there doing a million different shows. All right, bud? Thanks, Dan. You're a good man. Katie, good luck. He is one of the best. Dan Orlowski, our ESPN NFL analyst. Monday Night Football brought to you, or preview brought to you by Progressive Insurance. If your pet is hurt in a car accident, Progressive pays up to $1,000 in vet expenses with free pet coverage. Visit Progressive.com. I want to go back to some of the things he was saying. And, again, obviously what the Cowboys did against the Washington football team was nothing short of fantastic. However, it comes with a little bit of that asterisk next to it with no Chase Young, no Montez Sweat. It seemed like 95 different players players were on the COVID protocol list for Washington. And, and again, listen, Cowboys took full advantage of it, and that's what you have to do. I, so I have no problem with that. However, still, the best thing I saw over this weekend was what he, we talked about in Josh Allen. And, you know, when, when guys get paid and when you commit a ton of money to someone as a franchise quarterback, especially in, in the NFL, you're sitting there going, we are overpaying you right? We're not paying you the, the market calling. We're overpaying you. You have to live up to that expectation. And what I see out of Josh Allen being able to do that in Foxborough and the amount of success he's had, especially, listen, I mean, that, that division was on the line, right? All of a sudden, the, the crowd's getting into it. Patriots cut that lead in, in, in half right there in the, in the fourth quarter, and, and Josh Allen didn't blink. He had that kind of that moment like, all right, okay, you did that. Here's what we're gonna do: thirteen yard or thirteen play drive, seventy five yards to the house, and then boom, game set match. Once again, he ends up in Foxborough and, and gets that win. And I listen. I understand it's gonna be Aaron Rodgers that gets the MVP award. I, I get it because of the numbers, because of the success that the Packers have had. But the way that Josh Allen ha- has put this team on his back and earning that contract, uh, to me, is 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 not getting enough love uh, across the NFL. 
That's probably fair because when it was, what, seven minutes and 30-something seconds left to play in that game, it was 26-21. So that was kind of the breaking point of, yeah. are we going to see Mac Jones and the Patriots come back in an unbelievable way? And that becomes the story, right, that Mac Jones leads them after struggling early. Or does Josh Allen, you know, put the palm up and keep them from doing so? And and the way that Josh Allen finished that game was tremendous. And considering that the Bills were banged up. I know you mentioned that Washington was banged up and missing key people. And, you know, they were riddled with COVID-19 cases. I mean, Buffalo walked into Foxborough not at full strength either. They were missing Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis. and, And people needed to step up. And they had a slew of guys that stepped up in a big way. Josh Allen, of course, being one. Isaiah McKenzie, I thought, was awesome with 11 catches. Micah Hyde on the defensive side stepped up and made big plays. So I appreciated in that moment where a lot of these teams are dealing with so many injuries. COVID-19 is certainly peaking and surging at this point. You know, Who's going to step up and find a way to grind it out? They were able to do so on the road, and that was big. She is Katie George. Follow her on Twitter, Katie underscore George 05. Myself at Peter Burns ESPN. Somebody else grinded it out that was awesome. I'll tell you about that in just a second. Several industries are projected to grow this year. If you own a business in one of those growing industries and need to hire, go to ZipRecruiter. They find quality qualified candidates for your job fast. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. I have somebody new that we needed to find on ZipRecruiter, okay, to hire because – all throughout the season, they, we have these post-game press conferences, and it's tougher to get media access and ask the important, hard-hitting questions. Mm-hmm. Well, yesterday, after an incredible Bills-Patriots game, everything in the AFC East is on the line. We wondered, where was that journalistic integrity going to be? Who was going to ask the hard-hitting questions to Bill Belichick? And he got one. Take a listen. Hi, um, football aside, sorry, but I'm doing a story about New Year's resolutions, and I was just wondering if you had any you wanted to share with your fans and our readers? No, not right now. Okay, thanks. He did, though. We cut it a little soon, to be fair. He did follow up after she said, okay, thank you, and he said, maybe next week. Maybe next week. I just want to know from the assignment because you you can clearly tell when you're in a media scrum who's writing maybe a personal piece or an individual story on something very very specific or a clip right yes yes exactly you can tell what people are working on based on the questions that they ask that was evident in that question i just want to know a who she's working for first off she's got a lot of balls okay I, i mean i would be so nervous to ask that question I want to know who sent her in and said, we really want to hear from Bill Belichick on this. Like, let's get his New Year's resolution. Like, I think of who do I most not want to ask that question to. He's definitely top five. I think Popovich is also up on that list. Uh, Saban. Nick Saban. Absolutely. So there's three right there. But good for her. She didn't even flinch. I have a theory on this whole thing. Okay. Now let, let me play play the clip one more time. Is it a conspiracy and, theory? Yeah, no, and I think I, I think I've I, I think I've gotten down to the bottom of this. Play play the uh, the, the question once again. Hi. Um, football aside, sorry, but I'm doing a story about New Year's resolutions, and I was just wondering if you had any you wanted to share with your fans and our readers. Yeah, no, not right now. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Um, here's what I do. I believe what that you young know? lady asking the question 
plays a very high-level stakes fantasy football squad. I think she plays in a league in which what they do as the worst team of a fantasy football team of this league has to do one of these bets. Have you ever heard, like, have you seen these things where, like, last place has to get a tattoo? I truly believe that that young lady went, like, 3-11 and in fantasy football, never forgot the waiver wire, like, sometimes forgot to set the lineup. This is your theory. Got last place. And that led for this moment. Play it once again. Uh, her losing her fantasy football league. We don't need to play it again. We don't I got to hear it, it one more time. I do want to hear Hi, it um, football aside, sorry, but I'm doing a story about New Year's resolutions. And I was just wondering if you had any you wanted to share with your fans and our readers. Yeah, no, not right now. Okay, thanks. It was At a least script, he was I nice believe. about it. At least he was nice about it. You know, um, Coach Saban might have said, well, I just I don't have time. For New Year's resolution, I got something doing. I'm doing something right now. You know like, what? I, at actually, least he was quick to it. Um, again, to ask that question after that, I think is hilarious. Um, I'll, although, all right, I'll bring this up though. Um, what are you leaving? We'll, we'll we'll bring this up to everybody on the on the uh, hotline eight 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 say ESPN. What do, what are you leaving in 2021? Like what what is it? That that poll question brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com/slash/greeny. And to me, I think if I'm Belichick and what I would have put on there, it would have been like the unfair expectations of Mac Jones. I, I truly believe that once Mac Jones, you know, showed some glimpses of being a good, solid quarterback, right? Like, hey, hey a guy that's not, oh my gosh, this guy looks lost. Like Justin Fields has looked lost at some points, right? Some times this season. Trevor Lawrence, by God, I can't believe I can't remember the last time a number one draft pick looked more lost right off the bat. Maybe more than Jamarcus victim Russell. of circumstance. I, I get that, right? But I think if you're Belichick, you're saying, you know, you know what? I, I think you handle that question and go, I unfair expectations on Mac Jones. And the world of expectations are on his shoulders. And that's not nothing new. And I think that's one of the reasons why when Belichick called Nick Saban and go, what am I getting of this kid? Go, this kid can handle it. This, this, whatever you throw at it, this kid's going to be able to handle it. I don't know if it's necessarily expectations that have been placed on Mac Jones, rather expectations that have been placed on Bill Belichick to be able to win with Mac Jones. I think there's a little bit of a difference there in terms of what fans... You think you feel pressure? You think Belichick actually feels pressure? I don't know what Bill Belichick feels inside. I don't know if he feels anything, quite honestly. Uh, Is there pressure for him to win with Mac Jones? I think that there is, just because of who he is Mm -hmm. and what he stands for. And with Tom Brady leaving and then winning a Super Bowl, I think that added more pressure and expectation of, well, Bill needs to provide and show that he can do it with somebody other than Tom. I think that definitely exists. Now, is that immediate with Mac Jones right now, no, but I think it's certainly going to grow as Mac Jones continues to develop and get his feet under him as an NFL QB. What I would like to leave, if you're okay with this, yes. is Aaron Rodgers' drama. We now uh, are at a place. We are now at a place. I know he gives us a plethora of things to talk about in the media. Great. Thank you, as did Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. But I will just say the back-and-forth saga over the summer was exhausting for everybody yeah. involved, I would imagine, including us. And you know what? Now he broke Brett Favre's record. They seem like they're in harmony, and I'm good with it. 
Let's see I love I. all drama. Give me all the drama I can take, and I will take Aaron Rodgers being petulant in his answers. Uh, this is a year to find that job that you absolutely love. ZipRecruiter can help. They send you the right jobs. You can apply for both in just one click. They may even send you an awesome job that you never even knew existed. Just sign up for free on ZipRecruiter.com today. Maybe part of that is ans- asking questions to uh, Bill Belichick on his New Year's <laughs> resolutions. We'll continue that conversation. You can make sure that you uh, hit her up on Twitter, Katie underscore George 05 and myself at Peter Burns ESPN. Okay, that was Greeny. Good? Yeah? Fine? Katie? Yeah? We're I think good? we made it. I think All you'll right. be happy when he returns. Well, I don't know about that. Barton Hahn with Peter Burns and Katie George coming up next on ESPN Radio. Hi. Um, football aside, sorry, but I'm doing a story about New Year's resolutions, and I was just wondering if you had any you wanted to share with your fans and our readers? Yeah, no, not right now. Okay, thanks. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.